Holly Cotton here, and I told you guys that I was going to bring this gym back at some point because we had lots of feedback and lots of unanswered questions. So we are going to have Miss Rashida Joy fill us in today again and get our lives together. So if you guys do not remember, Rashida is a plant-based nutrition specialist, a content creator, a personal trainer, and she is also the owner of Pretty Pumped Fitness. So welcome, Rashida Joy. Thank you. I'm so glad to be back. I mean, this is so special. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. So you guys, what I wanted to do today, because if you follow and if you're not yet, you better get on there and go follow her right now. Um, Rashida, how, what's your what's your um, Instagram? Uh, Rashida, what is it? Rashida Joy. OK, R-A-S-H-E-E-T-A-J-O-Y. So if you have not followed her yet, first of all, go follow her because her page is not only is it hilarious, but it is full of tons and tons and tons of actual information about plant-based diet, how to make sure we're doing those lifestyle changes. And what we're going to focus on today are some of her videos that are male and female specific, and also how you guys can implement some of the recommendations that she has for a better sex life, for any type of female pro <laughs> female problems, hormonal issues. Like we're gonna break it down. First, we got you in the kitchen. Can we at least, like, like we said before, can we at least exchange a potato chip for a potato? So now today, Rashida Joy is gonna break all of that down for us and give us some information. So before we get into it, Rashida, tell us again how plant-based became your focus and what you're trying to sort of recommend to other people for a holistic lifestyle. Yeah, so um, thank you for sharing that. And yeah, make sure you guys do follow me because I do like to create a lot of content. I put a lot of joy into it and it's fun and educational at the same time. But I transitioned to being plant-based about six years ago. And it was something that my mother um, kind of passed down to me as she was struggling with colon cancer. So, you know, there are a couple of documentaries that came out called What the Health, and a lot of people started transitioning, especially a lot of African-American people started transitioning to eating a plant-based diet. And like you, Holly, I've always been into fitness, and I was like, I got to figure out how am I going to turn this plant-based lifestyle and actually make it work with the physique that I want. So um, going under a lot of study, a lot of research and finding out, you know, how to do macros and things like that, knowing that the whole food plant-based diet has a lot of minerals and vitamins and it. it can be proven to be really good for us. So that's how I got into it. That's how I've been sharing it with a lot of women and some men that want to just live longer, have a happier, healthier life, um, last longer in the bedroom, you know, like that's been very interesting because once you relate what you eat to how you perform, people are kind of like, you know what? I probably can eat some okra. Maybe I could try it. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yes. And so I also want to, I guess, start with that. And then I, I have tons and tons of questions. Um, so all my boo is going to be happy. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> But we're going to get some information for those people that do have the booze. So 
first to kind of talk about that whenever we're talking about male libido. So you talk about, you guys, I'm telling you, her content is so hilarious. She'll actually have the little um, filter where she looks like a man and how mm -hmm. she's about to go throw it down tonight and, and when her man, how she feels after her man did his thing. So I love it. I love it. I love it. So when we're talking about some of those things, because again, we just had Prostate Cancer Awareness Month and I had a urologist on special uh, sex specialist, and he was talking about some of the issues that men have as they age and, and things like that. So one of the most recent videos that you talked about was uh, red macaroon, and you're talking about libido in there. So can you give us some insight into what that is and how that affects, like you said, the male libido? So actually the there's a red and a black maca root okay. and um you know when you go to the store sometimes it just says maca root right but there are specifics that work really good for men and ones that work really good for women like the red maca root works really really well with women it helps them with libido and stamina and desire and the black maca root is actually really really good for men right to help increase testosterone mm. and um desire as well so um, yeah, those are really two great supplements that people don't always use correctly, but, you know, still, you may still get some good results from just using, you know, maca root you find in your sprouts or your whole foods, things like that. I actually own a supplement line that has these specific herbs for women and for men that I'm usually showing on those posts as well. And, um, a lot of the foods that you eat as well, when you think of like, I don't say sex foods or foods that are like good for sexy time or, you know, you think of like aphrodisiacs, right? Mm -hmm. People think of like chocolate and oysters and things like that. But the truth is sexy foods are foods that increase blood flow, right? Like we all want to have better blood flow for men and for women, because the more blood flow that we have going to our, you know, genitalia, the better our orgasms will be, um, the longer he will last, there'll just be more pleasure involved. And those kinds of foods are usually kind of spicy, right? So like ginger, right? Um, garlic, they got a little, little tang to them. They make blood flow throughout your body, greens and vegetables and things like that. Um, peppers, um, cinnamon, those types of foods and spices will increase blood flow through your body. And also just to also piggyback on what you were saying about the blood flow. So whenever we're talking about libido and we're talking about the diet and how that affects us performing sexually, people have to understand that this is a gradual a supplement a gradual change of lifestyle. I know people think, oh, let me go get some roots. And then now today I'm going to be able to, I don't have to, <laughs> I don't have to take anything for impotence. I'm, I'm going to be right. able to go for hours and hours. So can you go into a, a, explain that to them? Like we're talking about, this is a diet lifestyle change and how long is it going to be? And how do they realize that those things are therapeutic in their diet? Yes, you're so right. I'm glad you brought that up because sometimes people think, um, I don't know if you ever heard about, they'll talk about how women can eat pineapple and it'll make them sweeter. And all these women went out and got all these pineapples and they're like, hey, nothing changed. But it's like, it takes time, right? It takes the lifestyle change. It involves using these herbs and eating these fruit foods on a daily basis to actually see the results of it. So it's not 
a, you know, overnight, I'm going to eat some watermelon and things are going to be great. Now, it would be great if you do feel some good effects from it, right? Um, there are some herbs that are really strong and can make really great results fairly quickly. Um, but when it comes to your lifestyle, you want to be able to keep that that testosterone. You want to keep that desire and you want to balance your hormones. So if you're eating foods that are really good for you, you know, you got your kale and you got your ginger and you got your smoothies, but you're also eating um, a lot of refined sugar, cakes, cookies, things like that. You're 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 throwing off your your balance, especially with women, because we're all full of hormones like we got many hormones that affect our um, sexual desire. Right. So there are certain foods that will throw that off, like the sugar and the highly refined foods and dairy and things like that. So it is a lifestyle change to get the benefits from um, these foods, even as being aphrodisiacs, you know, it takes time, you know, in any herb, I would say it could take six weeks of using it to actually feel the full effects of it. But there are some that you'll be like, man, I think I can go right now, you know? <laughs> and, and Rashida's going to sidebar about that with me so I, I can make sure I slip some of those in. <laughs> I'll send them to you, girl, because I got them. I'll send them to you. I love that. I love that. Okay. And also, that was one of my next questions that I have. And so before I get into the specific question, which is going to be about pH, because I get asked about that mm -hmm. all the time, but I have a specific question because I, it's so funny. I have this story and I was actually at a brunch and it was a whole group of us. And we had like a section and there was like these, this weird lady next to us. And I ordered some grilled shrimp with asparagus because I was trying to be healthy, not eating up chicken and waffles. So she starts yelling like really loud. She's like, oh, don't eat that asparagus. It's going to make your coochie taste bad and, you know, whatever. And I was like, okay, first of all, I don't have that problem. I eat asparagus all of the time. Um, <laughs> I don't know what you got going on over there, but over here, I'm okay. But I, I kind of looked up in, in about it and I, I did see that there are some I guess, ways that maybe it affects the way that your vagina would taste or does it do something? Is it because it messes with your, the urinary tract? That's why your urine is so potent. So can you tell us ab about that? Like, what is your opinion about certain things? And I know Brussels sprouts is in that same family also. So is that true? Do, do certain, um, I guess whatever those kinds of vegetables are actually change your pH taste. <laughs> That's such a good point. And before I actually say, cause you can, I can eat asparagus. And when I use the restroom to urinate, I'm like, Ooh, I had asparagus, you know, like you can smell it. Right. <laughs> that part. <laughs> same thing. <laughs> right. So just imagine like if, if asparagus can have that effect on you and that means other foods can have that effect on you in the good way. Right. So just we got to think about that as well. But um, it's not going to make your I mean, when you're intimate with someone, there's all kinds of fluids and things around. Right. And the last thing somebody wants to smell is asparagus. Right. Because 
it's all in one area, but it's not, not sexy. Yeah, it's not sexy, right? <laughs> so it's not going to, um, it's not going to have any other negative effect on you besides like you may just smell weird, right? But the same thing can happen if, um, you know, we're all adults here. So if you're with a guy and he's drank a lot of beer, and then all his fluids will smell like yeast and beer. And, you know, so what you eat does matter in how, you know, you are received to the other person, (laughs) you know? So Mm -hmm. that's the main principle why I'm teaching about eating a whole food plant-based diet is because um, this matters, like this matters in in your performance. And, and, you know, if you're eating, um, you know, chicken wings and fried foods, it comes out of your pores, it comes out of your body. Um, but you know, I'm not going to tell anybody don't eat asparagus or any kind of cruciferous vegetable because it's going to make them, their pH go bad. No, um, foods that throw off your pH balance are the highly refined foods, the sweet foods, the sugary foods. And I love talking about that because, you know, pH and yeast infections and sugar, right. Being the, one of the main culprits in that whole fiasco, right. And then the men on my Instagram will be like, well, you know, um, what about women's hygiene? Like they don't clean enough. And I'm like, most women clean, right? Themselves. Um, But, you know, certain things like making sure you use cotton underwear, for example, Um, all that pretty lacy stuff is cute for a few moments, but then you got to use some cotton, right? Uh, Also making sure when you go, you go to the gym, you're sweating, change those um, undergarments, you know, if you're, if you got to run some errands, things like that. And also being safe with your partner as well. Cause you can also, um, transmit things like bacteria vaginosis from partner to partner or with your same partner, if you're not actually treating it. Um, I think those are some things that we probably know, but most people don't really realize that a lot of the sugar in the Starbucks and the donuts that we eat play a big, big impact, have a big impact on our pH balance. Mm, interesting, Rashida. Interesting. <laughs> mm, okay, so let me ask you this. I'm watching this show with Holly Cotton and Rashida Joy, and I'm like, ooh, I love this content. I, I want to start today. I want to implement it, and I want to get my vaginal pH on point. So obviously, you already said get rid of the sugar, get rid of the refined sugars. But what else can I do? Because if I go start pineapple today, we know that's not going to work. So talk to me like I'm a person coming to you and saying, hey, Rashida, I I heard this show and I really want to start today. And I think I need something to help my pH. What can I do? What would you what would your recommendations be of what to add? What to add? Well, let's see. One, I would make sure that you have a good probiotic right? Or you're eating some kind of food that is heavy in probiotics, like um, implementing kimchi or sauerkraut or um, kombucha, right? To help balance the pH in your gut, right? Um, Because, you know, sometimes when everybody's pH gets off at some time, they're like, oh, you need to make sure you got enough good bacteria in your body. So make sure you do that. And of course, start removing those highly refined sugars. Um, and again, I'm a plant-based nutrition. So I'm gonna tell you like, come on girl, come my program. Let's get plant-based. Let's flood our body with minerals and vitamins and get rid of all the, 
other stuff, but you might not be I there. I be yet. trying, Rashida. I be trying. I be trying. <laughs> well, you might not be there yet, but first I would say make sure you get a good probiotic or eat foods that are um, fermented, right? Um, so I'm not really big into all the, you know, artificially probiotic things. I like the, the real stuff like sauerkraut, kimchi, things like that have been fermented. And that will, will help you there. Um, if you want to, let's say, like, I want to start right now. I heard I can get juicy and I can get sweet. And all I got to do is go to the grocery store. I would tell you to buy um, maybe like a good tea, right? There's some teas. You ever heard of, um, what's it called? Mother's Milk, right? It's called Mother's Milk. But it's a tea. It's organic and it's made with fenugreek. Right. So you start drinking that on a daily basis and it's supposed to actually turn like women that are nursing, lactating. It kind of turns to breast milk sweet and it has the same effect on you, even if you're not, you know, producing breast milk. Um, that's always a little trick, secret, fenugreek um, at the grocery store. But again, it's something that you start putting in I'm practice. writing that down. Right. Like. <laughs> I'm gonna drink fenugreek tea before I go to bed. You know, I'm gonna go and get some today. No, <laughs> <laughs> things like that, and and anything that's really hydrating, right, will make you juicy, right? And you don't want to eat things that um, dehydrate you. Okay, so again, that sugar, that caffeine <laughs> can dehydrate you. Alcohol. It is always a, a tricky one because people will think, oh, I got some Henny in, you know, and oh, everything was great. But the truth is that alcohol dehydrates you. And yes, it can kind of reduce stress and anxiety in your mind. But for your physical body, it is dehydrating. So eat juicy fruits, things that really hydrate you. Mm, okay. Interesting. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. So now I'm looking at this other, other reel that you have that I uh, bookmarked on your page, Rashida, and it is the one's foods. I'd never feed my husband again. And so you have watermelon, walnuts, um, oh, peppers and broccoli. So give us, um, so how, one, the research that it went to to find that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but how 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 are these foods, some of the foods that you recommend for men and what do they do for men? Other So it's just the blood flow or is it other things that affect it? Is it the mindset? Like how do these foods actually help men when we're talking about in the bedroom? So a lot of those foods are going to be for blood stimulation, right? Blood flow, fertility as well. Um, mm. And, you know, I kind of do a joke with it, like foods I'll never feed my husband again, because right. I, I don't like showing, and I don't call foods bad, but I don't want to show like Oreos, right? Because we're allowed to have Oreos or chips when you want to have them. I'd rather show you the good stuff and then just make you feel like, what? She's not going to give her husband ginger like that's crazy what's that about but right. all of those yeah all of those foods have some kind of antioxidant to either help with like libido or stamina um we know that healthy sugars i think i've shown like dates and tamarind you know um healthy sugars that will increase energy and blood flow um lots of minerals like zinc 
can help with fertility, making people happier, um, which also make a joke about that saying like, you know, I'm not going to give my husband quinoa anymore because he was just too happy, you know, and, you know, I'm exaggerating a bit, but when you have a lot of minerals and vitamins, you reduce the chances of depression, anxiety, um, you know, you just feel happier, you feel better. You might lose some weight. So, you know, if you lose a couple inches in your waist, we already getting more confident. We're getting more sexy. We're feeling better, you know? So that's where that comes from. And then there are certain things that aren't necessarily proven, but I've traveled a lot. Like I went to Ghana and there's a lot of women making babies over there. And one of their recommendations was to drink okra water. And most people are like, yuck, okra. But as soon as Holly, as soon as I said okra and I related it to sex, they were like, I think I could try some okra. Maybe, you know, maybe I could do okra. I don't know. It's a little slimy. And the point of that is it is slimy, right? It, it does have a slip. So anything that makes a slip in your mouth will make a slip you know, in your vagina. Okay. So <laughs> aloe vera, chia seeds, okay. Um, flax seeds, which are really good for your hormones. Um, mm -hmm. What else? Chia, flax, okra, aloe vera, they all make a gel, which is really, really good for our whole entire body. Like we want everything to kind of slip, you know, we want our hair to slip, slippery elm, um, things like that really help with lubrication, which makes sex more pleasurable for women. Okay. So I know that another thing that you talk about a lot, Rashida, is about menstrual cycles and you do a lot of stuff, especially educating women and especially black women, because black women have a higher risk of, of, uh, fibroids, uh, ovarian cancer. There's all of these risks that, you know, obviously we've identified numerous times on other shows. So I know that you are out here being an advocate for black women's health as well. So I know that you like sell some stuff, so I don't want to give too much free stuff away, but can you give us some recommendations for women that do have heavy periods or the cramping or whatever, whatever it is, maybe they have cramping and don't have heavy periods, but there's something that goes along with it. And I know you educate people a lot on the hormonal effects or whatever. So can you give us some recommendation for women that have cramping or bad periods, fibroids, any of that? Absolutely. So um, I'm very aware that when people decide to go plant-based, and I'm not talking about processed artificially foods plant-based, I'm talking about, you know, broccoli and kale and mushrooms and uh, like it's a whole lifestyle. So it would be crazy for me to just say, go plant-based and everything will be fixed, right? So I'm not going to say that. But I will say just adding more vegetables, adding more fruits, which are minerals and vitamins, will really will really help you um, decrease the amount of blood you're losing and help replenish the iron that you may be losing through having heavy cycles. Um, and then some practical things are changing your products that you use, like your, your menstrual products. So if anybody's like me, you grew up on like always and stay free. And that's what we grew up on. That's what we had. That's what we got, you know, Cotex, Cotex you know, <laughs> latex, all those, but a lot of them are made with harmful chemicals, right? Like I know we all know about toxic shock syndrome, mm -hmm. but a lot of those pads are made with bleach. And as soon as women change over to a natural product you can use like you know 
Um, Target has a brand. There's lots of brands in Target that are more natural, even some black owned brands. Um, you'll notice that your period can actually get a little bit lighter. Like mm. what? Crazy. Because now you've removed that bleach, those pesticides that were in that cotton that they were using. That's something that could really help you. And then, you know, I think my main thing is always the sugar, right? If you can't go the whole cycle without eating any kind of sugar, really pay attention to those first three days before your cycle, okay? So the last couple of days before your cycle. So start eliminating the sugar. Just try to cut it out, eat more fruits. I um, mean, caffeine, caffeine is another one. I know everybody's doctor is like, how many cups of coffee do you drink a day? Because again, it is dehydrating and it will affect your menstrual cycle. You'll start bleeding really heavy. And then just treat your menstrual cycle as, remember it's the, the beginning of your cycle when you actually start to bleed. So really start paying attention and being careful with what you're intaking. So if you have low iron, then you want to make sure that you are eating foods very high in iron to help replenish like what we just went through. So dates, broccoli, anything red, right? Beets, strawberries, implementing those, lots of berries. Berries are good for us. Berries are the greatest thing ever. Lots of antioxidants keep us young, keep eating berries, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I would just say, make sure that you um, change out your change. That's one thing like you could do right away. Change out your, your menstrual products. You know, you can use a cup if you want a menstrual cup. I know that could be a big change for people to go to a menstrual mm -hmm. cup versus, you know, tampons, things like that, but try to find a natural brand. There's plenty of them and see how you feel. Well, I'll let you guys know, Rashida, she should have a, um, a sponsorship with dates because I swear she's always trying to get you to eat a date. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> After our last show, I did. I tried to go try, try. I tried to get some dates, Rashida, and I still hate them. I, really? I still do. Mm, really? Mm. I, look how hurt she is. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. Um, as some of, I don't know the texture. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, I, I can't, I'm a try. I tried, I tried, but I can't do it. Now, let me ask you this. I know you, you were talking about seeds. So what I want to do is also give people, like you said before, cause it's gotta be a gradual transition unless you're super disciplined and super strong to completely cross over. So what are some things that I can go to the store today? Cause I do a daily smoothie. Okay. So say there's someone that's like me, that's like, listen, now I'm trying, I do a little smoothie. If it ain't in the smoothie, then I, I can't help you. But what are some things that I can get that are maybe like seeds or some kind of supplements that maybe I can add to my smoothie to sort of help me have some of those therapeutic effects that you were saying earlier? Um, for women, especially um, that have any kind of hormonal imbalance, flax seeds, right? Flax seeds are proven to um, reduce the chance, help um, I don't want to say the word with the C, but it's a lot of studies that, that have shown that flax seeds can help women that have any kind of uterine cancer, breast cancer, prevent cancer. So add those into your smoothie for sure. Um, and make sure that they are ground. 
okay? Like mill, sometimes say mill. Don't use like the whole flax seed unless you got a really good blender and it blends up the seeds, but make sure that they're already like ground flax seed. Um, I would say always add a seed to your, to your smoothie. So a flax seed or a chia seed, you don't have to use both. Um, yeah, I love dates because dates are high in iron and they sweeten things magically, right? Um, I tried, Rashida. I tried. I'm telling you, I tried. You like, you like raisins? Mm, I don't like raisins. Mm -mm. I don't like anything with that sort of dry texture, I think. Why was it dry? Dates are like gooey. I know. They're, well, I meant like with that wrinkly, like the wrinkly look. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Um, but yeah, like I was saying, some flax seeds, um, berries. I would make berries a staple in your smoothies. Um, you know, mangoes and bananas are good, really, really good for you. But the beauty is in the berries, right? That's what's going to keep us looking young and feeling good and get rid of any free radicals in our body because they have a lot of antioxidants. So berries, flax seed. You know, if you're trying to, you know, lose a, a few pounds, I would recommend that you use like water or coconut water, which is really hydrating for your smoothie instead of milks or ice creams or all those other things that the smoothie king likes to put in uh, <laughs> the smoothie sometimes. I'm like, wow, you guys put sorbet in here. Like, that's a lot. Um, that's why they taste so good, Rashida. That's why. I know, I know. But if somebody is ready to be super disciplined and they like, you know, I'm ready to start this shrinking process of fibroids and I'm ready to change my lifestyle. Like I'm tired of being overweight. I'm tired of being tired. I'm tired of like whatever the situation is, then come on over and then we'll make our transition to eating more fruits and vegetables, whole food, plant-based. We know it doesn't happen overnight, but sometimes you just need help. Like how do you make broccoli taste good? How do you make only vegetable, I like string beans. Like, how do you make collard greens without cooking them for eight hours? You know, like some people need help learning how to make cauliflower taste good and asparagus. And I hate mushrooms. So once you get a coach, they can kind of help you learn how to make these foods taste good. And then the more you eat them, the better they are. And, you know, just like when we were kids, we might have hated black eyed peas, you know, but then as we got older, it was like, I kind of like black eyed peas. Like they okay, you know, or Brussels sprouts, right? Like as a kid, I think we all hated Brussels sprouts, but now I they love grill them. them. Yeah. They grilling them, right. They putting some garlic on them. They got a little balsamic vinegar and it's like, these ain't the Brussels sprouts I grew up with. So you just need somebody to help you learn how to do it. Cause we all know I got to eat more fruits and vegetables and you know, maybe you just don't know how. So that's what I specialize is in teaching you how to make it delicious, how to add it in, how to get the nutrients and just how to feel good. Okay. Okay. I'm taking notes, Rashida. I'm taking notes. <laughs> and so last question that I have is I wanted to ask you, because I know that because your page is fun and, and you have this sort of cool, jovial uh, persona to you mm -hmm. that I feel like you're very approachable. So do you ever have any men 
that reach out to you on behalf of their partner? Like, do they ever slide in your DM or comment? Because I know men sometimes want to help their partner, but maybe don't want to hurt their feelings, or maybe their partner is not going to be receptive to what they're asking. So do you ever have any men that ask you questions? And what are any of those questions that they would ask about? That is so surprising to me when men reach out about their partners, because I have two products. One is called female libido and the other one's called male libido. And when I first dropped male libido, I mean, I was sold out. Every time I restock, I was sold out. The women were not that keen on buying products for their libido. So that was kind of telling something. And then when I started talking more about the female libido, they started buying it, but more men were buying it for their partner than women who are actually buying it. And I think that is because when there are issues in relationships, and I know you know this whole thing, like when there are issues in a relationship, yeah, your libido is not going to be there. No matter how much macaroo, how much horny goat weed you take, you know, if you don't trust your partner, you know, there's issues that are going to shut, it's going to shut it down. You know what I mean? And um, so, you know, that's that, but men surprisingly, want to have children. That's what I get in my DM. How can I be more fertile? How can I make sure my my sperm is, is working? What I got to eat? And I'm just like, wow, you guys really want to have children. Like they really care about their, their sperm count. They care about um, their energy. And of course, you know, it's all that masculine energy that women are attracted to. So it makes sense that they would want to be fertile, right? Women, on the other hand, we're like, eh, want to be fertile but I'm like a fertile woman is a healthy woman right (laughs) like a a woman that's fertile is healthy right your skin will be bright your hair will be nice you know you your teeth will be white your eyes will be white you know like the outside of your eyes and men are attracted to what looks healthy not to what looks sick so um yeah I will get men that you know ask for themselves a lot and may ask for their partner and sometimes it's embarrassing because like they'll tag their partner and I'm like, oh, don't do that. Just just share it. Like, <laughs> just share it. Like, this is what you need. Like, oh, no, it's probably not what oh she Oh, my God. Needs. First of all, you ain't getting no more. Like, you. that's it for you for the week. Because if you, you know, tag me on a post about bad coochie, it's oh over. Gosh. Like, how to make it juicy. Oh, tag this person. They need this. Try this. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> oh my god that is so funny Rashida and I can see men because they're like babe this for you this for you no don't be putting my business out on the internet like that oh my yeah, god yeah somebody even said um I need to give this <laughs> and you know what Rashida though I'm glad that you are doing what you're doing because I've talked about this so many times and even when I've had uh, actual sex experts come on and sexual health specialists, urologists, uh, gynecologists. Every time I have someone on and they're talking about women's sexual health, it's the same thing that you just said. Why are women so iffy and not wanting to ask about that, like not wanting to find out more information. It's not saying that something is wrong with you. Who doesn't want to have the best sex with your partner possible? And it's crazy because men, they're all, they're willing to try anything for great sex, but women, (laughs) 
when we get into this thing where it's like, I'm afraid to ask about that, or I'm afraid to, to act like I need help or that I don't know about it. So I love that you are doing what you're doing because you are educating so many people and they may not even know they need the education, but you definitely are <laughs> showing them that they do. So I love that. Okay. So drop all of your website because now you know everyone wants to go on and get some maca root for for themselves or their partner drop all of your supplement information your website and how people can follow like and subscribe yay great so if you do want to you know come into the herbs and try something with your partner you can get one for him one for you have fun okay you're gonna go to verdureherbs.com that's v-e-r-d-u-r-e herbs.com um you can see all the herbs there we're going to be doing something big for black friday so make sure you check that out um you'll find the male and the female libido which is what we spoke about if you guys are interested in transitioning to eating whole food plant-based when january comes i'll be doing a really big plant-based transition for 30 days which kind of follows along with the daniel fast right people usually like to clean up and fast and get healthy for the new year. I do a big one every single year. Lots of people sign up. You'll go to prettypumpedfitness.com and you can find all this information on my Instagram page, which is Rashita Joy. Thank you so much for having me. This was so good. Of course, of course. I love it. I love it. And and it's Rashida Joy, R-A-S-H-E-E-T-A-J-O-Y. That's all of her tags in her Instagram. And then also her fitness page, prettypumpedfitness.com. Yep. Dot com. Okay, perfect. All right. Okay, so that is Miss Rashida Joy, you guys. Thank you, Rashida. Thank you so much. <laughs>